Thanks for tuning into the Upstream Life Podcast. Join us as we dive into scripture and tell real life stories that we hope will educate, equip, inspire, and challenge you to live a life against the flow. Welcome back to the Upstream Life Podcast. We missed you guys and we are excited to be back recording episodes. In this podcast, Sammy and Joe sit down and discuss the transition they are going through, what it is teaching them, and how they continue to press into God and live an upstream life. This is part two of a full conversation, so if you missed last week's, go back and check it out. Yeah, like because we've given him our location. We've given him our friends. We've our given location. him our jobs. We've yeah. given him our our comfort of like knowing our community. We've given him all those things. We've never once said, "Hey, take us to a place where we actually have no home." Yeah, but which is so weird because which even is how in you that, and I came together though. Yeah, right. We started this journey by you saying. We'd live in tents together. I didn't really mean it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Remember what we said? I never did. Said. I mean, I did, yeah. but like, well, maybe yeah. right now a tent sounds nice because it it's seems like it has more space. Maybe I need my own tent. <laughs> I did read somewhere in one of these groups of like people that live in RVs full time. Like, what do you do? Like literally last night when I'm sitting outside alone, frustrated and whatever, I see this lady post the same thing. Like I, I yeah. freaked out today. Like what, you know, like what do you guys do to get away? And one lady was like, I would... If you're on your own property, because this person was too, because a lot of people are doing this in a campground. In an actual RV. Yeah. Where yeah. you've got neighbors. Could you yes, imagine that? No, no. Well, maybe. I mean, maybe well, it'd be kind of nice. the community would maybe yeah, change the it, community would be nice. As long as they weren't like. Because you could cry together and yeah. laugh together and eat together or whatever. But yeah. <laughs> but it was like, you know, this lady said, uh, well, if you have your own property, get your own tent. Like, just go yeah. get a tent and just go hang, go hang out in there. Yeah, like a covered porch. You know? Yeah, like a something. Covered porch something. Um. I forgot what we were talking about. Right we're talking about that. we've never had to we've never had to offer up this. Oh you know, yeah, yeah. Of all the Isaacs, of all the Isaacs, we've taken up the mountain to show God that we're real, that yeah. we don't hold that above Him. Yeah, we've never had to mess with our home. Now, in right, a and sense, because moving, honestly, it's to, for me, it's like obviously, it's the the space, the spatial constraints. Like you know, even though we all only have like a week's worth of clothes here, and we only have enough plates for our family and yeah. things like that, like we are pretty minimal here. It still just is like ah, like where do you put stuff? Yeah, That's there's... probably the most stressful part in in that realm. For I me. would say an RV but... is built no matter how many bedrooms it has. It's really built for two people. Yeah, <laughs> right. It sleeps eleven, but it should sleep one or two. Yeah. Um, but. But honestly, the thing that's hard, the hardest is like, even though our kids are like great and they're doing amazing, probably far better than me. Um, I still feel like, well, I want them to have a place for their friends to come after school. And I want Roman when he's done with football to not have to have me scrubbing his um, jersey in the sink and hanging it above a dehumidifier, hoping it dries overnight and, you know, wanting him to be able to just crash in the shower and knowing like when Dorian has a break from college, like that he has, you know, a a bedroom that doesn't rock to go to but the thing is is that that's like even stuff that i'm projecting because they yeah. have all expressed and maybe when they're older they're gonna be like i hated you guys in that season but in this season like they seem like they're doing well they articulate yeah. that they're doing well i think it really is revealing for me like mm, you're kind of crappy on the inside i you know? i would say as your <laughs> husband i i i know my wife when she's in worship yeah. And when God's voice is still a, a strong voice to buffer all the other voices in our head. Or the strongest. Yeah. Yeah. That you weather these storms better. 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 And I think that's true for all of us. 
Yeah, it's like I was saying earlier, though. You just like you first get here and you're like, oh, like, Lord, thank you so much. Look at these beautiful hills. And like, I'm never going to, you know, take for granted this drive up to our home. Like, it's just so beautiful. And I love these donkeys. And, you know, it's like you get a few weeks in and you're like, these stupid donkeys are fighting. It's going to cost me this much more money to make their pen bigger. Like, you know, it's like all those things. And then you like for me, like I said earlier, like I am prone to wander. I am prone to being like, okay, now my focus is, okay, how do I deal with these donkeys? How do I, oh crap, the ducks grew way faster than I was expecting and they need a bigger home. You know, it's like focusing on those things rather than like the first few weeks here, you're just like so happy and so thankful because it is a dream for us to have a place like this. And then it's like, well, my timeline and God's timeline is never the same timeline. And then that makes me mad, you know? Yeah, and I think that's I think yeah, it's I mean, so good right. for you I'm, to I'm just say I think it's good for you to say that though, because that I think that's underneath a lot of people's hurts or feelings, whatever you want to call them. Sometimes we are just like we don't see it, God. Like we don't get it. You know, whether it's a child, I remember one of our kids, I think it was Calista coming to us one time at a young age and be like, Why do we always have to do these things? And she wasn't saying it even from a point of like the way I just made it sound. Like, why can't we just be a regular family? Yeah. 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 I don't know. I think, you know, for those that are listening, obviously we didn't jump into this thinking that we were going to stay in an RV forever. Our hopes were to try to get into this RV. So that we could get this land. So we could sell our house. Yeah. Get this land and start being able to use the land to, to serve more people like us. You know, people that want to live upstream, people that want to say, hey, like, what does it look like to go against the flow? And, you know, we don't know what those steps look like. I think if I'm going to be honest with you, (laughs) for me, it's not, I could do, I could do this for whatever amount of time, but that's only because I have experiences that go beyond most, you know, like I know what it's like to be extradited from Canada back to America. I know what it's like to spend 15 days in the hole. I know what it's like to be stuck in really, really hard countries where everybody around you is in fear of their life. Like you, you have those extremes. Well, and you also grew up like very yeah. differently than I did. Yeah. So for me, that part's not hard, but I'll tell you right now where God is revealing to me is I do not like having, not having a plan. What kills me every day is waking up knowing I, I don't have any more of a plan today than I had yesterday. And yeah, then every now and then you're trying and to even, like, well, no, yes, develop it's, the plan. No, it's not because you don't, it's because you grab a hold of one, like, right. You and I grab the hold of one and then you start doing the math and you're like, well, that seems impossible. Or you start, you know, looking at, okay, great. You know, there's all these, uh, kind of like off, alternative off grid, alternative type ways to live, but not unless you're independently wealthy, you don't just go <laughs> right. build a container home unless you got about a hundred grand sitting in the bank, because there's no bank that's going to, just fork you over the money to build a house out of, you know, junk and containers or whatever. Like I'm making it a little bit extreme, but. But it also is the stuff that we're, you know, waiting through. So typically every time I've taken us on one of these adventures that I felt like God's taking us on, he's given me a little bit of the plan up front, you know. and Maybe at least like one step. Yeah, or it seemed like a, a particular door was opened. This one was more or less like you and I have been holding this thing for some time. And when we finally got together and we're like, man, we just need to pray through this and fast together. This is where we landed, but we both, both together knew we didn't know the next step. Yeah. It was for me, the scariest thing we've done yet. 
we I have personally for the last couple of years, my morning time and bedtime prayer have just been the Lord's prayer. And the one part that I always get stuck on is is give me this day my daily bread. And it's this heavy emphasis that that's all God has really promised us is each day mm -hmm. is to give us what it takes to get through the day. He doesn't always give us a storehouse because yeah. if I'm going to be honest with you, behind the scenes, what I'm frustrated with the most is how much lordship we give money. I feel like most days, all of my problems would be solved if I just had enough money. Yeah. You know, like as yeah. we sit here on this barren land and wondering what it would be like to even to build the most simple, most modest home, you're like money, money. And what I've kind of come full circle with is that's also what God has called us to, to serve is, is the poorest of the poor and the richest of the rich, the poorest of the poor that somehow, some way have found out that God is all they need. And yet some of our friends and people that we know have always, and us, and us have represented, <laughs> you know, the wealth of the world that we still can't find happiness and contentment, yeah. even in having everything. Yeah. I mean, we may not be the richest Americans, but in comparison to like most people in the world. Compared to where I all. just was a week and a half ago, yeah, I, I live a king's life, even in my RV. Totally. Because one thing separates me from them too, even in my RV life. I have a choice and an opportunity out. Yeah, like we could sell this tomorrow and change the plan completely. Those guys don't even have yeah. the opportunity. And that's what I mean, though. When we start reading scripture and we start falling in love with this father in heaven that has children scattered all over the world, you start wondering what is your obligation as a family member. The, heart, the hardest part of living the Christian life is living a life devoted to scriptures and then looking at the world around you and trying to figure out how to apply those. And I really do think that God continually calls us into hard places to reveal things of our nature, to surrender to him, to allow them to be made whole and better. Yeah. I mean, it's <clears throat> definitely, uh, it definitely reveals some things. That's for sure. Yeah. It's a little, I think it's like, it's, it's both equally like daunting and exciting, you know, because it's like, oh, wow. Okay. Didn't realize that this was in me. Didn't realize that I needed this to be fulfilled, you know, or that this was still there. Like things right. that you thought you put to death. Right. Yeah. And then doing that with multiple other people in a small space. Well, that can be a recipe for really swimming upstream. Yeah. <laughs> I think what we should do is, I mean, for a season, we could camp in on this and just talk about, you know, things that we're learning about ourselves, both good and bad. Yeah. And uh, how the Lord's taken us through it. Yeah, it's I going to be so. a journey. So, you know, just off the cuff, talking to people that are listening to us or stumble across us. Um, you know, we don't do this for a living. This isn't how Sammy and I make our money doing podcasts, but we really do feel it's important to share real life, real people experiences that have the same devotion or the same desire or trying to walk out the same convictions because for both of us our our reach is broad i mean i know people from all over the world and all over the united states you know people from all over the world all over the united states and there's a common thread that seems to be sown uh through things that god takes us through even like covid and that is what are we all doing? What is God doing? What is our hope placed in? Is it placed in presidents or, you know, 
identity or so on and so forth. And we just want to be a safe place to just talk through them. We tried a season of being really like organized and that did not work things. for me. Yeah, I think we just do better talking about real life. So yeah. if you're into that journey, you know, tune into us and, and you know, you'll find that uh, there's nuggets inside of both of us. And hopefully we're fun and entertaining to listen to. Well, you learn something. Probably sometimes for sure. I personally, and I know Sammy would too, because her greatest gift, one of her strongest gifts is writing, would love comments. Dialogue would be great if we could interact with people if they were... If people have questions yeah, or questions. like things that they're yeah. going through that they would want to like talk about or I think in this season, like he, like he said, like we just tried doing that, like really organized, like let's plan it out for the whole year. And we're going to talk about this first season and this first season. like it was. It just isn't the way that I function. I apparently it was no. really I felt just really like discombobulated, whereas this is like for me, it's more just like real life. And I think that more people need to hear, you know, like I think our tendency, even me in this, I'm like, OK, how do we end this with like three practical ways that you can not be like Sammy Rogelski, uh when you're living in an RV? Right. Like we want those like answers. But the reality is, is that's not it's not always that cut and dry because what yeah. works for you doesn't work for me. What works for, you know, so and so doesn't work for so and so. And I think sometimes like. The best thing that you can hear is somebody that you might think has it somewhat together, doesn't have it together at all, you know, yeah. and just finding that this journey, like this faith journey is not easy. It's and anyone that says it is like just hasn't hasn't lived in it long enough yeah. to realize that it's just not, you know, like there's always going to be failed expectations and there's always going to be heartbreak and there's always going to be these things. That, yes. Like, is there beauty in it? Yes. Is there goodness but of course there is but well, sometimes is the difference between real gold and fool's gold though too you know like you can leave the finding three points stuff up to me i can think of the three points that came out of this <laughs> message perfectly you know so it's you know it, it really all... Wait, maybe we don't need three points well, that was my no, point no i know but just, you need you're a three-point no, guy you need I, I don't need three points either i'm just saying i think when people listen to people of intent you pick up the pieces yeah, that, that you, you need, need to. to. My hope is that any listener that would hear this or watch this, they'd grab the pieces that they need from it. And that's why preparing behind the scenes is hard for me. I don't think so highly of myself or ourselves that we're like, oh, we know this is what the world needs to hear from us. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know in the, of the things to listen to out there where it's just people that are showing their intentional lives, the good, the bad, the ugly, the hardship. Because like I said, if we're looking for true gold, it seems that what God requires to receive true gold this side of life is nothing but surrender. Like it's the only thing that we have to offer back to him. I wrote a post not too long ago that said, what if all we had to offer God was need? He would still take us. And that's really all that we have. We don't have that much to offer. We're just needy people. Now, the problem is if you're going looking for gold, real true gold refined by fire that God has to offer, it may not show up in big bank accounts and all the luxuries of life. And it may, I'm not, I'm not putting judge. I'm just saying it just may not, if that's your expectation, it may to show you the best parts of you by revealing the worst parts and working through the best, part. you know, I think it just all boils down to submittance and surrender and tolerance. Yeah. It's easier said than done for sure. Yeah. But no kidding. As we are in it. As we get ready to drop these mics and go back to the RV life. Right now it's fun. It's just the two of us in here, but No, it's not. Gospel keep I'm sure people see him. He keeps poking his head through that. <laughs> I can't 
that where I can't do it. This right yeah. there. That's our room. So <laughs> we've taken up enough of your guys' time today. Have we? I don't know if we'll be in the RV. I don't know if we'll be at a church next. I don't know if we'll be outdoors. This I do know. We've got a wonderful producer, a wonderful boss named Ben, and he's going to make sure that we keep these things going because you're you're our lifeline uh, to the world. So thank you guys for tuning in. Whoever whoever birthed out of Upstream Life, that's our family. That's our tribe. There you go. That's our network. Yeah. You always wanted a tribe. Did I? I, We have one. Well, we have our own. Children. A bunch of bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Peace out. Goodbye. Love you, babe. Love you, babe.